This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Welcome to It's a Fandom Thing, where each week me and a panel of guests discuss all things fandom from the female perspective. Everything from Star Wars to Supernatural to The Office to cosplay to fanfic. It's all right here, so sit back and enjoy this week's episode. Welcome to the second episode of It's a Fandom Thing. As you know, each week I'm joined by a panel of guests to discuss a different aspect of fandom or a different fandom. Um, and this week, I'm joined by three new wonderful women to talk about Star Wars. Um, so this is going to be a two-parter, because as you can guess, this is a lot to digest and talk about. Um, I will just say that I am not as involved in this as the other three guests are. So they're going to have a lot more to say about it than I will, that's for sure. Um, I really only had really involvement in it when I was a kid, I would say. Um, and a little bit when I was in my late teens, early 20s, when they re-released the first three films. Um, so like we start every episode, I'm going to go around and introduce our panel and they'll just tell us what they're excited about right now in the world of fandom, the world of pop culture, whatever it is. And I'm going to start with you, Lily. Hi, uh, my name is Lily and I've been a fan for exactly half of my life, which is 12 years. <laughs> And I most recently, I helped work with developers on the latest Jedi Fallen Order Star Wars game. And right now, I'm currently obsessed with Nancy Drew. Uh, a brand new video game was just released a few weeks ago. So I'm currently all in that right now. Awesome. And Melody? Uh, hello, my name is Melody Deal. Um, I guess general overall fandom would be the fact that more women are involved um, growing up. I'm a little bit older. Uh, growing up in the 70s and 80s, um, it was uncool for girls to like Star Wars. So uh, just seeing other women and other girls being involved is just huge for me. Awesome. And MJ? Hey, I am MJ, and um, the accent that you hear is German. I grew up watching Star Wars with my dad. I'm I'm too young to have seen it on the big screen, but I watched the original trilogy on VHS. Uh, nostalgia points here. I still think he has those VHS, even though I think he doesn't have a VHS recorder anymore. Um, and since then, I was always a fan. I just didn't really join the fandom because um, my environment didn't have it. Um, there weren't any... Yeah, big conventions or anything accessible where I grew up. So um, I uh, was super excited to discover fandom when I moved to the U.S. a couple of years ago. And now I'm just pretty excited to be a part of it and learn and, and grow with it. So, yeah, excited to be here. That's awesome. Those VHSs are probably worth a lot of money, too, I would guess. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. No. Well, maybe. It depends on the shape they're in. Right. Um, but and I'm Erin Marlowe, um, your host each week. And right now I'm excited about two things, two Netflix shows. They're both completely polar opposites of each other. Um, the first one is a true crime documentary called Don't F with the Cat. Um, and it's all about hunting down a guy who videotaped um, some horrendous acts. Um, he was a horrible, despicable, or he is, since he's still alive, horrible, despicable human being. And it's just, it's a three-part docuseries it's very dark it's hard to watch at times um i will say they don't actually show any animal abuse um or the human violence but it is implied um but if you're into true crime it's like a must watch because it's just it's absolutely fascinating especially watching the real life people that helped track this guy down there incredible um and then the other thing i'm into is another netflix show and it's called soundtrack and it's basically a love story and it's very different because it's a musical, but unlike, but the actors aren't actually singing. They're lip syncing like well-known songs. 
So, and it takes a minute to really get used to that. But once you do, it's really, I love it. It reminds me a lot of, um, for some reason, when I used to act, um, it reminds me of that feeling. And it also has, you know, one of my greatest loves in the world, which is um, music. So that always helps. So go check that out. Because I haven't seen Netflix promoting that one too much. So check out Soundtrack. And then if you love true crime, check out Don't F With The Cat. Okay, great. Well, I know you guys already started talking a little bit about Star Wars, but um, I just want to go around and if you guys want to just talk about your first memory, characters you love, relate to, and your favorite films, least favorite films, so just stuff about the actual movies themselves. I'll start with you, Lily. Yeah. Um, so when I was younger, my sister, when I was 12, my sister came home with a Star Wars book and I made fun of her. And when she was <laughs> done reading it, I was like, well, I'm just going to see how dumb this is and fell in love it, it was a jedi apprentice series oh, i think okay. it was i and i just fell in love it was the one with anakin and obi-wan following there and then i um at one point checked out all of the books from the library and they thought i was going to steal them so <laughs> <laughs> um but and then um i don't i remember watching the episodes one through three when i was really young but it didn't really you know when you're that young you just don't really click with you so i rewatched them when i got older and it, i just still love them I know every I know they're not very popular with everyone else but I <laughs> they're still fun I mean Ellen McGregor I mean I know I know, know. <laughs> their aesthetic is also pretty nice I have to say it's just it's just gorgeous to watch you don't have to agree with all the dialogue yeah and yeah all the characters but oh my god are they beautiful so I don't blame you they're <laughs> very fun to watch they, they are and um i've just been you know when i was in middle school everyone thought it was just a phase uh, no <laughs> so here, here we are still obsessing still loving and just you know <laughs> enjoying everything um but i actually read the books the books resonated with me a lot more than anything else and i would have to say that uh probably my favorite character is either jana solo uh, uh, Han and Leia's eldest daughter, or uh, Tenel Ka, who was the Hapen queen, or she was the princess at first, and then she was the queen later. But um, I just, they were just two very strong women. And uh, when I was younger, reading about them, and uh, they were just completely fearless. And also, uh, Tenel Ka got her arm chopped off by Jason Solo, and she still loved him. So <laughs> that was... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, I mean, yeah, it was, you'd have to read the books, but it was, um, I just love both of those characters, so, and I still think about them every day. <laughs> I think something that, um, for most Star Wars fans that don't understand that those books are now considered legacy, Yeah, because they're probably going, who's, who's Han Solo's <laughs> daughter? Um, those were considered canon previous to Disney buying them out, so, yeah. just for the common Star Wars fan. Like yourself, Erin. I know I know they're not canon anymore, but to me that's Star Wars. That's right. And that will no. you can you can call them canon of the heart. There you go. That works, okay. right? What do you call that? Pet canon. Pet canon. <laughs> Is that what that means? No. I didn't even know that. No. I just thought it was something people threw around. I didn't know. Like, you know, like, it means, this is real. This is real. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, real to hilarious. it's real to the people who love it. There you go. <laughs> uh, oh, sorry. Oh no, no, I, no it's still you're good. Still you. and oh. so is there a character that you don't like? Is there a character like your least favorite character? Least favorite character mm -hmm. would have to be Jason Solo, which again, also not canon anymore. <laughs> uh, he's just a dick. <laughs> just like. Uh, spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't read the books. He murdered Luke's <laughs> wife. Marge. Yes. And uh, that was a very terrible moment. And he, I just feel like everything that happened to him was kind of his fault. And instead of seeking help, he made it everybody's problem until he had to get hunted down and killed by his own sister. Well, he sounds like a Skywalker. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> Skywalker men. Oh, my gosh. I know, right? And what about the films? What's your favorite? Is, is your favorite or the first or the first three? Or what's what are your favorites? Uh, favorites? Favorite film? Honestly, I know. I know this is a very controversial opinion. I think uh, Revenge of the Sith. No, that's not. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I just. 
I, I don't know. It was just I something about it just really. I, it felt like the end, like a closing chapter almost. And it and, was. Yeah, and it just I felt it felt complete. So. <laughs> and do you have a least favorite then? Uh, least favorite are pretty much all of the Disney adaptations, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, no. So, you know, it's hard. I knew I knew it was going to be different going into it. Obviously, there's always, th- you know, they were mm-hmm. obviously going to make their own changes and whatnot. And they just, compl- I felt like they completely wiped out the entire story, the entire everything. And it that kinda, you held there. Yeah. And it kind of seemed like uh, they were just building off of the last six movies. Or not, I mean, like, they took the plot lines from those. But mm-hmm. like, we'll just do that again you know <laughs> no it's good to have different viewpoints since everybody has a different yeah. view on them so yeah well great well melody <laughs> i'm like i know you're gonna have a lot to say well um i have been involved with star wars in one aspect or another uh since i was six years old on may 25th 1977 that's so, awesome that you know the date. That's so awesome. <laughs> well, that's opening date. Okay. Like my mom, uh, my mom came to pick me up. I was in second grade. I was still, wait, May. No. Yeah, it was the end of the school year because we, we didn't get out till June. So I was in second grade. She came to pick me up at school and we had to drive to the city. And I remember waiting in the truck. It was one of those big 70s mm-hmm. Suburbans waiting in the truck waiting for my uncle to get his butt out to the car and I was like hurry up hurry up hurry up hurry up um but I got really really involved in Star Wars similar to MJ I didn't know about fan groups or anything until probably I think it was episode two I mean I always had friends that liked it but not an actual group of people who met regularly. It was probably episode two, about 2003, 2003. I moved out here in 2002 from Nashville and I found a group and was pretty heavily involved with them. And um, we restored the three quarter X-wing fighter at the Wings Over the Rockies Museum. Lucasfilm owns it, but we are the caretakers. Um, been to almost every celebration minus one in the States. Um, I don't know what celebration we're up to like nine now. Well, I started at celebration three because again, I didn't know they existed. (laughs) Um, so yeah, uh, lots of star Wars. I'm in the rebel legion. Um, I've gotten to do a lot of really great things behind the scenes. Uh, so yeah. That's how I'm involved with Star Wars. Well, how are oh, you? Melody, the- you have to say you walked, uh, you walked um, at uh, Comic Con, right? For um, her universe, right? Oh yeah, I didn't consider that to be Star Wars, though. But yeah, Ashley Eckstein uh, so graciously invited me out to um, San Diego Comic Con to be a model in the her universe fashion show. So that was pretty cool. What are some of the characters that you? Well, love, I do love like R2-D2. Like, ever mm-hmm. since I was six, I had a little, um, a pewter R2-D2 pendant, and it broke. And I cried and cried and cried. But now I have one. It's a, it's the same one from, well, it's not the same one, but the same time period. Um, love Han Solo. Han Solo, Harrison Ford, Han Solo. Uh, yeah. Very important distinction. <laughs> it, it really is. It, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um and uh i have to say are we can we talk spoilers yet no not until the next episode well then i can't talk yet yet. so uh (laughs) on that other character um but yeah so r2 and han and oh and ahsoka tana she is um she's an animated character she's from the clone wars um i'll be honest and i hate saying this I hated her at first. I really did. And I hope Ashley never hears this. Um, so, but uh, she was a bratty kid. Oh, yeah. Feisty, very. Yeah. <laughs> R2-y, Sky Guy. I mean, it was it's so hard. I tell people, oh, my gosh, this show is amazing. They're like, oh, my gosh, that character. Go, just push through it. It's amazing. Just go. <laughs> just do it. Um, you get through the first season, and it's 
I mean, it's some incredible Star Wars storytelling. Yeah. Yeah. And then she becomes an adult in mm-hmm. the uh, animated series Rebels, and she's just badass. And uh, she fights Anakin. She fights Vader. And um, that's probably one of the emotion- most emotional things in Star Wars was that episode. And uh, I cried. And I was in Ireland, and my friend made fun of me. But I'm like, <laughs> you don't. It was Rebecca. I'm like, you don't understand how important this is. She was his Padawan, but um, she's just the first female main character who is a Jedi. She's just amazing. And Ashley is just a great person on top of it. So that always helps. So, yeah. Are you, I mean, is anyone a true Star Wars fan if your friends haven't made fun of you for it? Oh, God. Right? So. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I've got stories from when I was, uh, I don't know if I posted this earlier, but. When I was in second grade and Star Wars came out, I had it. I had broken my arm. I can't even remember how I did it. But this little boy was telling me, you're a girl. You're not allowed to like Star Wars. So I hit him with my cast. <laughs> <laughs> like, I chased him down and hit him. Like, you can't tell me I can't love Star Wars. And I wish I could say it's gotten better since then. But <laughs> I feel like it was still pretty bad, even like even back when I was in high school. Yeah. 2010-ish. Oh, yeah. And it was, you know. Well, you were in high school. Yeah, that's yeah. got to be the worst. Oh, it was absolutely the worst. I was in junior high when, uh, well, when Jedi came out. Uh-huh. And it was still, you know, we we're still junior high. It was like sixth grade. So it was still kind of cool. But yeah. I got along, obviously, better with boys because, you know, Star Wars is so not <laughs> good for girls. <laughs> yeah. Is there a character that you don't like? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I can say I don't like Palpatine because he's an evil bastard. <laughs> um, but, I mean, you're not supposed to like him. Um, sometimes 3PO gets on my nerves. But that's what he's supposed to do. <laughs> I mean, it's... So, no, basically. Not that off the top of my head. There's not one that's, that I have a visceral reaction to. Do you have a favorite film? Least favorite film? Oh, Empire's always going to be my favorite. And then I'm going to have to say The Rise of Skywalker after that. Okay, we'll get into that more in the next episode. (laughs) Okay, so MJ, what's your first memory and characters and films? Yeah, um, as I mentioned, I watched the first trilogy or the original trilogy because I mean, everybody gets that wrong, right? Episode one, two, three are the first movies, but then there's also the original trilogy. So for me, those are always going to be the first ones. So I watched these on VHS and I, I, I mean, back in the 80s and 90s, there were no such thing as just looking up something real quick on Wikipedia and um, find things online if you felt like watching them. No, you had to record it and then make sure you get it right so you can rewatch it. So lots of memories around that and and just um how impressed I was with seeing Leia on there as a really really cool princess I mean normally you hear the word princess and you think of pretty tresses and quite passive and beautiful and neat saving and and I mean yeah Leia gets saved at some points here and there but she's also like super feisty she has a very smart mouth She's never afraid, and I just, I just love the fact how um, Rogue One really made that first scene in A New Hope just super, super hilarious. Where she's like, "No, I'm not um, smuggling anything. I'm just here on a diplomatic mission." It's just like it's on a whole nother level hilarious. So um, that was one of my like favorite memories, just seeing somebody on screen that is really cool, re- really um, just a great role model for girls and yeah, stuck with me to this day. I think she's, yeah, most of the time my favorite character. I'm one of those people that depending on what she's watching at the moment, I'm switching favorite characters, <laughs> which uh, some, may, may, maybe sounds a little bit like flaky, but I, I just do that. That's just my personality. So um, if you would ask me right now, I would probably say baby Yoda because oh! the cuteness level is just so real. Um, I think that's everyone's favorite character. But 90% of the time when you ask me, it's probably Leia. But yeah, again, right now, 
Mandalorian is on the top of my list. I love that show and Baby Yoda. Um, I really, favorite film, I'm the same way. I'm switching. 90% of the time, I will straight up say Empire. I really like um, The Last Jedi. I know a lot of people didn't. I, I loved it. I really, really enjoyed that movie. And yeah, so it's between Empire and this one. I'm going back and forth. I also love, again, the show, The Mandalorian. Least favorite film is probably episode three, just because of what they did with Padme's character development. Um, yeah, that wasn't um, too awesome to, to watch. Um, least favorite character is hard. I feel like, similar to Melody, there's nobody that really gets on my nerves that is not supposed to get on my nerves. Um, I find a lot of the, the Skywalker men um, have that have that potential. Like Anakin is, is, um, has, has a few scenes where you're just like, oh my God, dude, get it together. Same thing with Luke um, in the beginning. He, he, he's a bit whiny here and there, but which makes his character development so much better. Um, because he starts out somewhere else and then yeah I mean of course Palpatine is most hated ever but you're supposed to hate him and then yeah as Melody already said C-3PO with his annoying streak but other than that really nobody that that I don't want to that I don't enjoy watching let's put it this way. (laughs) Well that's good well and for me like I said I am not as involved or there's a lot of movies and stuff that I haven't seen I haven't seen the tv show I haven't read any of the books I haven't I know I know I don't even have Disney plus right now but when I was a kid the original trilogy was really close and dear to my heart mainly because of Princess Leia Right. And, that's, and I dressed up as her when I was a kid for years. That was my Halloween costume. And she was just really cool. And also just Carrie Fisher in real life is like a hero of mine yeah. for very personal reasons. Um, oh, she's awesome. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so that was, that was mine. And then Han Solo was one of my first crushes because that's the kind of Preach. guy like, <laughs> like Luke Skywalker did nothing for me and but it was you know just on solo just the sarcastic wit just yeah more personality um I was thinking like one's a teenager one's a man exactly but... <laughs> that's exactly that's exactly what it is yeah and even though I was a little kid it still was like it's still you were yeah. very wise you were wise beyond your years <laughs> I was always into shipping people together and you know love stories so I was like, really glad when you know because I wanted Han Solo and Princess Leia to get together right from the beginning and I was like really happy when you know that happened um <laughs> So that's kind of just, so I haven't really had as much involvement Um, as far as like characters I don't like, like I'm not really a big Luke Skywalker fan. (laughs) I mean, it's not that I I don't dislike him. I just, he's just very bland. bland. He's bland and yeah, whiny. Like on our last episode, Tanya Cook went over that a little bit and said he was whiny. Um, That she realized (laughs) that now. Um, You know, and that's nothing at all against the actor. Of course, none of this is against the actors, just in case anyone wants to say that. Um, Uh, but yeah, but like I said, that's pretty much where my allegiance has lied is just the original trilogy. Um, I've seen only a couple of the newer films, so I'm, I love it more. And I haven't even seen the latest one, which is I'm fine with getting spoiled because I've already seen all the spoilers. But um, so how did you social media? Yeah, I know. But dude, that's when you just stay off. Oh, like... I was fine with it, though. Oh, I'm done. It's I'm I'm a different mindset of it so true yeah. I mean if it was something a little bit that I was a little bit more tied into like you guys want to be a little bit different um, but that's why this is so interesting to me because I'm hearing you guys talk about this and it's so awesome just hearing you, your connections and how you got involved with it so if you guys want to go around and just talk about the fandom in general like I know you talked a little bit about your involvement in it but the joys and the pitfalls the good and the bad, the social and the personal impact that it's had on you. And then any changes that you would really like to see. Um, you don't have to go into too much detail if you don't want to, if you don't want to get like attacked or anything, but um, hopefully that wouldn't happen anyway. But um, just letting you know, if you guys want to just go around, we can go around in a circle or whoever wants to jump I want to in. hear about your, your Jedi Fallen Order um, uh, involvement. Oh, um, so I, 
I have my coding degree. Okay. And um, I've been struggling to get a job uh, in the field. And then I met someone uh, at DU. They have these networking parties. And he helped me get a foot in the door. That's so awesome. um, for a while, I was contracted with Maxis with helping them out with some stuff on the sim. Okay. And now, uh, the last few months, I helped them with final development, making sure everything was uh, going to go smoothly and it was ready for final release. I wasn't even planning on playing the game myself at all. Okay. And as I was going through it, I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was so, it was just so fun. And I don't, uh, I don't, I, I don't like to play open sandbox games, but, and I didn't, this isn't an, an open, uh, it's, it's open world, but it's not like a sandbox right, kind right, of world. Right, right. Um, I'm cool. almost jealous of gamers because I'm not a gamer, but I just watched all the trailers and it looks so freaking cool. I'm oh, like, oh, man, awesome. I need to start playing. <laughs> if you could do third person a little further back. Yeah. I like, so I'll, I play SOTOR. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I don't play as much as I used to, <laughs> but you could do the first person or like you could pull the yeah, camera out that. way far. <laughs> That's the only way I can play. Otherwise I'm like, Bleh. You know, a lot of people have that complaint as well, but then other people complain that it's not uh, close enough. Well, they should have an option where you could do both. They should, they should. But there's just, I feel like some of them feel like they're not going to win no matter what. So they just try to pick what, an average for between everything. That makes sense. And, um, but yeah, I, um, so been in love with Star Wars since I was 12 and uh, kind of slowly worked its way into becoming a developer. I've been playing video games since I was eight. I played Platoon when I was younger. Oh my god! Probably shouldn't have, <laughs> but it's fine. Well, thankfully, the graphics parents don't listen. Yeah, then. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Those red pixels. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wasn't really involved with the fandom until the last couple of years. I um, I didn't have anyone growing up that liked Star Wars. I was all alone in my love for it, so I just kind of resigned that I'm probably not going to find other people that love it as much as I do or even understand it. Um, but then the last, these, a few years ago, I felt very isolated and very lonely. And I, and I know I did it to myself because I just I don't go out anywhere. I don't really talk to anyone. So I really wanted to start, you know, meeting new people. And then I found a Facebook group for Supernatural and I was like, well, that could be fun. <laughs> and then it kind of branched off from there. And I've definitely grown as a person as a result and, uh, I'm not afraid to talk to people. I'm not afraid to go anywhere anymore. And I don't, I don't hide my love for Star Wars anymore from anyone. Don't so awesome. let that geek light shine. Yeah. <laughs> yes, definitely. But all of that has snowballed into being able to get a job and work. In that that's field. pretty amazing. And so I am yeah, very thankful awesome. that my love. I didn't let anyone uh, diminish my love for Star Wars. Awesome. And they awesome. do try. Oh, they do. Oh, they absolutely do. <laughs> you can go ahead, MJ, because I'll be alone. Okay. <laughs> Fair warning. Um, well, for me, it was um, like a similar story. I never knew how much fandom existed around um, things that I really liked and enjoyed. And so I just um, quietly liked them for myself. And um, I had a ton of friends that I hung out with. Um, that probably never knew that I was into Star Wars because we had so many other things in common. Um, I'm pretty outdoorsy. Um, I do a lot of sports. So I was competitively rowing and I did karate and um, I was pretty nerdy in school. I went for a science degree. So I, I kind of had a lot of things that connected me to people growing up in Germany that Star Wars didn't really come up as much. And, um, and yeah, I just enjoyed it quietly and peacefully and then when I moved to the U.S. um, you lose your whole social environment and you start from scratch and then and and then you want to be deliberate about building a new circle and how do you do that you look up for people with the same interest so I joined Facebook groups I went to a couple events and I just realized how much is out there how many people are actually making this a focal point of their life and um, and I found that super awesome. So I got more and more involved. Um, I now write for um, uh, kind of a nerd blog. I um, go to conventions, things that I never even thought are happening 10, 15 years ago. So um, that was a pretty big 
step for me. I'm just more open about it. Everybody knows everybody, even the people that aren't part of the fandom that I hang out with for um, other reasons, for hiking or climbing or kayaking. They all know I'm ridiculously into Star Wars. So um, it's it's part of my part of my life now, I think. Um, so, yeah, I'm making that deliberate choice to reach out to people with common interests was um, pretty mind blowing and mind opening for me. So um, I don't recommend everybody moving to a different country and starting <laughs> from scratch to find your social circle, but it's maybe something that you can even think about in your, in your own life that, okay, how um, I know I have friends, I know I'm established, but what else is out there? And maybe you make some amazing connections. And I met some of the most awesome people and really good friends through, through fandom. So it, brought a lot of good to my life so I, I'm uh, pretty pretty happy that I opened up about it that's awesome what's the what's the blog that you write for uh nerd alert news okay cool want to make sure you get that out there. <laughs> lots of lots lots of my content on there is Star Wars so Mandal- <laughs> Mandalorian and the new one so um it's it's a fun fun thing awesome that's so awesome MJ you're well, from uh, Germany? Yeah. Um, so you will have to meet in person because I studied <laughs> German when I was in college and I definitely yes. need some help. <laughs> oh my God. Absolutely. I'd love to. Yeah. I'd love, again, I'm sad I'm not there in person to record it with you guys um, in the same room. So we'll have to make that happen yeah. at some point. And I, what were your, you were saying about making connections and meeting new people? Uh, I also didn't think I'd be able to meet anyone that speaks German fluently. And I just did. Yeah, you are. <laughs> at least no one in the U.S., at least. <laughs> right. Now you got me. Yes, I do. <laughs> That's so cool. Okay, well, you ready to take it away, Melly? <laughs> yeah, what, what were the questions again? Everybody take a breath. <laughs> <laughs> Melody's got a lot to say. Um, what am I doing? Okay. The fandom. Oh, the fandom. Um, are we doing the fandom part and the problems part? Whatever you want to discuss. Okay. Start with the positive so we can all yeah. throw in some of yeah, the problematic okay. later. Okay. That's okay. Yeah. Well, um, I guess my first involvement in the fandom itself was with a, a local group. I'm not involved in this anymore, but they were the Rocky Mountain Fan Force. We're the group uh, that did the X-Wing along with the Rebel Legion and the 501st. And if you're not, are you, you're from Rebel Legion and 501st. And you two are you are as well, MJ, right? Correct. Okay. Aaron. Put her on the spot. Some of our listeners, if they don't know, we're in Colorado area. So, so yeah, hence the Rocky Mountain. Um, the Rebel Legion and the 501st are not officially endorsed by Lucasfilm, but they kind of are unofficially. Um, you can never say that you're endorsed by Lucasfilm unless you actually work for them. Um but weren't some at the Mandalorian? Uh, didn't some film for the Mandalorian? Yeah, in the latest episode, the right? Last two episodes of the Mandalorian. Uh, Dave Filoni, who is, I always call him the Padawan of George Lucas. Oh. Um, well, because he was. Awesome. Uh, they needed some extras, and he just called up the five hundred first in California, and they came, and they showed up, and filmed. Like pretty awesome endorsement. Yeah, it is pretty awesome. Um, so that's pretty cool. So that's the kind of stuff when you see, when you see like a um, an award show, or you go to a ball game, or something like that, or the parades, and you see people in costume. That's usually the five hundred first, which are the bad guys. Boo! And then <laughs> uh, Rebel Legion are the good guys. Yay! 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 <laughs> um, I have a couple costumes in Rebel Legion. I have a, a indoor Leia for Princess Leia, and then I have Jedi, and um, I'm working on the white one. But that just takes that's when they do face characters. It's very the judging is very particular. But that's a whole nother podcast. Um, so I got involved with them. So I do all that kind of stuff um, through the fandom. I've got to meet. Um, some people and it's through social media that I got to meet a lot of people um you know some of the actors and some of the folks that are involved in um 
just getting connected and in, into that universe. And it's been great. Um, so yeah, uh, I was on a couple other podcasts uh, and they were pretty big, but I was a guest. Uh, you were in this awesome news article too, like uh, the super fans. That was pretty cool. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Um, it is the top, was it 20, 20? I think so. 20 biggest really Star, cool. Star Wars fans in the world. And oh, we're like cool. looking like at Steve Sansweet that was in this article. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. The guy who redid the the Tunisia place. Uh-huh. I mean, these are like big time. Yeah. Like, and I'm all <laughs> like, hi, I worked on an X-Wing. <laughs> but uh, no, it's, it was pretty cool. Um, there was like a lot of people. Um, I can give the link to Aaron to uh, put in with I'll podcast. In the show notes. Yeah. yeah. So if you guys are interested, um, I look like a dork, but uh, it's all right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's been a lot of fun. Um, I think some of the positive things are since since people like Ashley have come out and made being a geek girl more acceptable, I think that's huge and that's po- that's positive. I mean, but you still hear stories all the time of little girls who are made fun of because they like Star Wars. They have a Star Wars backpack and boys make fun of them. But I think that the po- the most positive thing is seeing a little six-year-old girl dressed up like Ray at the Star Wars premiere and Daisy Ridley is giving her a hug. And now I'm just like, my heart. Because oh. <laughs> when I was growing up, there wasn't anything. I did. There were no cute little Star Wars shirts or cute little girly things or anything. Even that's the thing about her universe. There were no geek things for women uh, unless you go and you buy little boys, which I did for a long time. I mean, all the way up until like 30 something, I would buy little boy shirts. They were super tight, but I used to wear them. <laughs> um, and or men's shirts. But now we have such cute, cute options and not just for universe. Um, what's I can never say it. MJ, what's that company? Oh, you mean the company that I'm obsessed about? Yes. And oh, oh, okay. It's L. Hoffer Design, and I am in love with every single piece on that side. Um, yeah. Don't play me if you get addicted, but check check her out. The quality is amazing. It's made in the USA. It's so subtle. So every piece that she makes is like a subtle nod to one of your favorite. It's not just Star Wars. There's Star Trek. There is um, Marvel. There, yeah, Marvel. It's Harry Potter. It's a, it's amazing quality geek wear. And it's so subtle that I literally, I go to, I'm a scientist. I go to medical conferences and I wear pieces there. And very rarely get I, somebody's like, oh my God, is that like a so-and-so inspired top? And I'm like, yes, it is. <laughs> Thank you, fellow nerd. Thank you, fellow Star Wars geek. I love it. It's, it's really, um, and it, it yeah it connects people it's awesome fashion and um yeah the other weirdos and other geeks and nerds will find you which i just love that we're not weirdos we're just we're just normal and oh i mean it in the most positive yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's a compliment (laughs) yeah being called weird is a compliment in my right i just consider it normal i mean yeah yeah. (laughs) um no so that's huge the fact that women have a place to go like this top is it her universe of Sokotano shirt? Yes. Um, and I have a, I know you guys can't see this, but I also have an R2-D2 <laughs> handbag, which is adorable from Loungefly. There's so much out there for women now who are geeks. Oh, did you see the coach line? I'm sorry. I'm like digressing into all the stuff that I want for Christmas. But oh, no, it's coach, Loungefly. The coach. Oh, yeah. Their, their stuff's great too, but but Coach has an amazing Star Wars oh, line too. Coach. Yeah. Well, oh my good. God, they're so gorgeous. Sorry, apologies. <laughs> but yeah, you got name brands like Coach coming out, right? With stuff. Yeah, right. And, and you've got like makeup, mm-hmm. like Star Wars based makeup. I mean, I being like in junior high, I mean, I know you understand. You would never even have thought, like, if someone would have told you that it would have been a normal thing for you to carry around a Star Wars purse and have Star Wars based clothing as a, that are cut for girls. You would have been (laughs) like, you're nuts. So yeah. So that's my biggest positive is just that more women are 
in it. And I think that we're not afraid anymore. Yeah. I, I, yes. There's so. no fear. There's just, you're like nerd and proud. And I love this. And this is my thing. And I'm wearing it all over my body. Deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As I have my R2D2 socks on. <laughs> but um, so that's, that's the most positive thing. Now, saying that, I think the biggest problem with Star Wars are the fans. And I'm just going to be bluntly honest. Um, a lot of it is uh, hate towards Rey. And they call her a Mary Sue in that her character means nothing and this and that and the other and blah, 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 blah. And, okay. And why don't we just first just say, because people might not know what a Mary Sue is. Good. Um, and that's just, that's a blanket fandom term for um, an insert. Sometimes people think it's like a writer insert, but sometimes it's just insert of a female character who seems to be invincible above everything, who just doesn't seem like a real character. People use it kind of as a way sometimes to degrade women and female characters um, in particular. I mean, there've been quite a few, there are lots of examples of what people consider to be Mary Sue's. Um, and that's kind of just always the way I viewed it. Um, it's usually has a lot of negative connotations to it and people do use it as an excuse for being misogynistic a lot of times. So, yeah, so I just wanted to butt in there just so that people, if they didn't know what it was. No, I appreciate that. I had never heard that before. Yeah. Oh, it's awful. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a big thing. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, it makes sense. We won't even get into Captain there. Marvel. Oh, oh. No, there were guys I went to school with on. Uh, I went to high school with that posted their own lovely misogynistic messages about that. And that's the. I think that to me has been the the most upsetting thing about mm -hmm. um, Star Wars fandom. And uh, without getting into any spoilers, um, people come out of uh, Rise of Skywalker saying, "Oh man, JJ Abrams totally like." took everything Ryan Johnson did and threw it out the window. And I'm like, what? <laughs> no, I, did we see the same movie? They go exactly hand in hand with each other. I, I, I don't know. It's, they're just so hateful. I, yeah. I feel like people, people misunderstand being critical with just being blanket hateful of things like you can you can have criticism in a kind way and say well I didn't like this part or this didn't really speak to me without completely trampling over anybody who might disagree with you or right. just see it differently but it's yeah the use of very hateful terminology and just yeah it's um it's pretty um it's pretty sad and I think that's part of the reason why um, other people might not be super open about what they like or what they enjoy because they just don't want to deal with with backlash to, hey, I really like this. Oh my God, it's complete trash. So um, yeah, I think that that makes it hard for for some people to be um, involved in the fandom. I think it's um yeah the gatekeeping can be quite hurtful. Yeah, we're all like, oh yeah. <laughs> Do you think uh, people's opinions of you know a character like Ray would have changed? if they had over-sexualized her? Because it sounds like this is something I'm, I'm, no, do. I don't think so. I think maybe, because look at Black Widow. Yeah. I mean, she, you've got, you've got, she's a very sexualized character. Oh, yeah. Um, and she doesn't, ha she doesn't have any superpowers. No, she officially, just, she's just really badass. She kicks ass, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but men like her. Yeah. Because she wears the super tight suits, uh -huh. has a really low. I, don't get me wrong. I like Black Widow. She's she, she's, she's awesome. Yeah. yeah. But you don't hear a lot of backlash about no. her because she is sexualized. Yeah. So I've never met a woman that said that Ray was a Mary Sue. I've never met a woman oh, well, that. That's not a yeah, you know. term women use. <laughs> I, I have heard some women use that about some characters. Really? Yes. Yes. Oh. I'll get into that when we when we go over when when we do the two part supernatural. I've, okay. I've heard it with them. Oh, supernatural! I've heard yeah. it. Some pretty, I've yeah. I've heard it with some of the characters there, in particular Charlie. But well, yeah, Charlie is really yeah. Charlie. Yeah. What? Yeah. What? Guy. No way. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, we'll get into that. Super yeah. 
Look at the kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh shit. So we'll get into that. So I guess back to Star Wars. Um, <laughs> little tangent there. I think that so I pretty much have like taken myself out of most uh, Facebook groups. Mm-hmm. Um, there is one uh, called the Galactic Fempire. Oh. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So um, <laughs> tons of fun. Yeah, and they're great, and um, you know they're very strict. But with over two thousand people, you have to be strict. Oh, yeah. So um, and it's great because you can go in there and you don't feel like you're going to get jumped all over if you post an opinion. Like, right. oh, okay, I can see that. Well, I don't agree with that, but hey, you know, I'm glad you enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not like you're a stupid girl and you don't. You did this, but that's what a lot of the groups are like. It's true. It's so true. I'm like, I'm sorry, dude, living in your mom's basement. I'm sorry that your life is not going so well, but, <laughs> but that's how I feel when I'm talking to guys on the internet. You know, I've uh, gone out with some uh, successful men that men that were doing really well, don't live in their mother's basement, have their own apartment in downtown Denver. And uh, they're like that too. No. <laughs> and it is like awful. Because God forbid that you know a little bit more I know, about right? it than they do. Well, and you know, uh, media kind of perpetuates that. I'm just thinking about the Friends episode, like way back in season two, I think it was, when um, Ross and all the guys' biggest fantasy was to have a woman dress up like Princess Leia. Like Leia and, yeah, yeah. And the women acted like they had no idea that much about the movie. They weren't that into the movie. And it was totally a male thing and a mm-hmm. male, and it was totally sexualized in a fantasy. I'm not, not saying that it's not a fantasy for some men. I'm just saying that it was more presented as this is a male thing and this is not well, a female thing. Even How I Met thing. Your Mother. Yeah. I, rem- yeah. I remember that episode. Have you never seen Star Wars? Yeah, so it was like when the main characters was dating someone and the girl had never seen Star Wars and the guy was trying to show the movie to the his date and she just didn't care. And I'm like, that's bullshit. I, yeah. yeah, and it, that's it. It's perpetuated. Like, yeah, even like I heard some people on the news saying, oh, well, girls aren't going to see this movie. Oh and I'm like, whatever, dudes. I, I have a friend who is just so, she's extremely girly, like as girly as you could possibly think, not into anything nerdy at all. And she loved it. Good. She loves it. She'll go watch the movies and, you know, and, you know, based on what uh, the media wants to tell you, she is not someone that it would be marketed for. That she's go. just as excited as everyone yeah, else. Yeah. And That's I think awesome. we also have to, we have to start, it's like, okay, there are some girls who maybe don't like it. And just like there are some boys and some men who don't like it. And it's just, oh, because it's not, cool. yeah, it's just, I mean, come on. There are just as many women who love it as there are probably women who don't like it. But it's, mm-hmm. it's this, um, yeah, it's this, this this gatekeeping you can only be a fan if you know everything and anything and all the characters and um if you are if you read all the comics or if you i'm I'm like come on in other fandoms it's like you say you like the thing then you are part of the fandom you like it whereas in star wars i often have the feeling that you're being interviewed it's like oh no no i'm gonna trick you to prove that you're not really a fan because you're a girl and you're just trying to act like you that like makes it. a lot so weird that is weird i mean it is like that with the the marvel group in the comics and stuff like that but i think you're right it's it's more prevalent in the star wars universe it, it is yes also uh side note the older public comics for star wars are amazing and i highly recommend everyone check them out <laughs> <laughs> Okay, cool. Well, just um, for this part, let's just close out a little bit where with that stuff mentioned with the fandom, and I know that it's also said a lot of stuff is changing. Um, where would you like it to go? What other changes do you think need to happen um, within that realm? Or what, what is your biggest wish or hope? Live action Ahsoka Tano television show. <laughs> <laughs> I did not even think about that. That came out <laughs> no, like out of I the I thought about this. So, like, I said this on another podcast. This was, like, two years ago. So, there's an Obi-Wan show coming up. Mm-hmm. So, 
this is here's here i already have the story and i have the plot and i'm going to send it to uh dave filoni it's very very similar to so fulcrum is ahsoka so from rebels so bail organa needs obi-wan to help him with something so he sends ahsoka who is a CGI with Ashley Eckstein's voice. Because you have to have CGI. Because oh, those yeah. things are horrible. Oh, I have the costume. They look so heavy. It is. <laughs> um, so then he sends Ahsoka to t- Tatooine to say, hey, Bale needs your help. So that's why he can send Leia in the future. Because he knows that Obi-Wan will be receptive to coming and helping. Oh, okay. See? Okay. Yeah. I like and, it. And it's a good intro yeah, for her. It is. And then they'll be like, oh, she's awesome. Let's have her own TV show. I know the, the books don't really cover a lot of Obi-Wan. Oh, well, they cover his, like, childhood and how he became a Padawan because he almost didn't. Um, but that would, I like that. You know, more about his adult life. Right. right? And I'm so yeah. excited about that. What do you think it will be rated? Oh, <laughs> it's, it's going to be on Disney Plus. So it'll oh. be PG. Everything on Disney Plus is going to be PG. Okay. I, I do love Disney, but I just feel like some shows... Well, I do think Deadpool's going to be great. It better be. It won't it better be. be. It won't be on Disney Plus. Oh. Or maybe it'll have like a child lock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they did do the PG 13 version that they released into the theaters. Nice. Of Deadpool. There's a PG. Th- what yeah. is it? Like five minutes long? <laughs> yeah, they did a. They did. And they did, like they did a whole another tangent here, but they did a whole marketing thing of it where it was basically uh, like a takeoff on the beginning of the Princess Bride. Where oh, I saw that one. That one was yeah. I thought that was a joke. No, Misa, it was no. really was re-released as a PG thirteen. Did did they do it yeah. uh, uh, the Good Place style where they said like fork? Oh, I don't. I didn't see it. I didn't Holy see shirt, it, fork balls. Whatever. <laughs> but I think a lot of people just thought it was really stupid that they did yeah. it like that. But I think they were probably just trying to make more money. I feel like Ryan Reynolds is okay with children going and seeing it. You know. See the R-rated one? Yeah, I played. I bet you he doesn't even let his own kids watch. Oh no, probably not. Yeah, Yeah. I I played laser tag with nine-year-olds before, and they were dropping (laughs) some pretty like heavy. I think the nicest thing they said to me, they called me an old lady muncher, and oh my god! (laughs) So I think I thought it was funny. It just always sounds different coming from a child. (laughs) So here's, but I'm just saying, like flabbergasted. What kids already know, and we're not really protecting them. We're just making them angry. The crazy part is, I grew up in a I grew up in a culture where things aren't bleeped. So you have f bombs and all the bad words in, like radio stations, movies. Nothing is um, bleeped. So I grew up with um, not really seeing those as as very bad words. And then you're here in the U.S. and you're just in the supermarket and dropping f bombs, and people look at you, and I'm like, mm, maybe I have to change my <laughs> change my approach here a little bit so for me it was such a big change to like suddenly oh man they're really bleeping those words in the songs during the during the day on the radio wow okay um so maybe i mean i don't know if you if you're used to hearing it and if nine-year-olds are used to hearing it not a big deal maybe i don't know it's our puritan we, we gotta teach <laughs> yeah. them how to use yeah. it correctly right that's you know, right. it's not good for everyday casual conversation, <laughs> but when you're, you know, like when you're at work, you probably shouldn't use it. Absolutely not. <laughs> or depending on where you work. Well, it's, it's not a pirate ship, so censoring oneself is important. Now I want to go work on a pirate ship. <laughs> <laughs> well, while we're, while we're talking dream TV shows or dream movies I had a big thing for and I don't even remember much of the plots back then I just know I was so fascinated by it and I I still am to this day I love the pilots I read the X-Wing series books in the 90s and I would love to see an X-Wing series TV show because I again I have a thing for the pilot I love the X-Wing so I think that'd be cool that, yeah, that would be awesome. Uh, one of the X-Wing pilots, uh, Corin Horn, he got his own book and stuff. He is one of my favorites. And I'm like, I would just die. Right? Wouldn't that he, be he awesome? He got put in it. <laughs> oh, um, also on that note, um, I would love to see them make a movie about Han and Leia's love story. 
because there is a book about it and it is wild from start to finish. That book is horrible. It is wild. I've though. not read it. Is, so is there a... that made me stop reading Star Wars books? That book was so it bad. Was, I I was laughing just the whole oh. time. I I was like, well, I wonder what's gonna happen. Next. It was so bad. I felt like I was at the dentist. When did the, when was <laughs> oh, it no, set? Giant Amazon women. It, uh, the courtship of Princess Leia. It's when is it set? In the in in which time? Like in the movies? Is it like? It's like shortly after the uh, the sixth movie. Like it's like the same years. time as the Mandalorian. Yeah. She was going to oh, get married okay. to the Hayden Prince. I thought that and, already. Uh, I mean, I mean, like, I thought the relationship was already established in the the movies. There's like another so, part of it. Well, he's not. He's not a good political. I match. see. I see. Yeah. Okay. Tricky. <laughs> Yep, I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I thought it was fun. It was just a very wild, very, very well done. So. Well, if we if we get to see Leia with a lightsaber, um, I'm going to watch it, even if it's cheesy. I don't care. She in the book, she has she's a Jedi. amazing. She's I want to see it then. She, you know, she's pretty. She's pretty. You know, up there. Love it. Um, and she lived. She and Han are. They lived for like forever. I don't know. And then the books, they talk about how the force, uh, being force sensitive makes you live longer or something. I don't know. But I feel like, I feel like they're a hundred years old by the, you know, by the time you get to uh, Luke Skywalker being exiled with his son from Coruscant. And his son's like 17 years old at that point. So. God, I'm like. That's a, yeah, it's a whole it's thing. A whole, it's like a whole nother universe. Sorry. Wow. Yeah, I feel like we could do like 10 Star Wars episodes <laughs> just listening to you guys um, of all different sorts of things. But on that note, we'll end this episode. And then um, next week, um, we'll be back with talking about the final film, which I'll warn you now, I'll warn you then too. It will contain spoilers. The whole thing will be spoiled. Um, so that'll be an interesting conversation. So if we want to go around and everybody just say, if you want to be found on the internet, say where you can be found, or if there's something you want to promote, um fandom related or anything feel free to do that so we'll go around and start with you lily um so i have an instagram but i do not post very nerdy stuff i just post about my life and um i i, I travel too much and that's it <laughs> um but my instagram is lilith carmen and uh, every once in a while i post about the cons i go to so uh that'll be there every once in a while and um, I would really encourage people to check out, if you like mysteries, if you like uh, nerdy stuff, please check out Nancy Drew. And I say that just to support her interactive. I think they're doing a fantastic job and they've been around since the 90s. And I, um, I want to see them be successful and thrive in the gaming world. Awesome. Melody. Well, um, I am everywhere, actually. Um, I'm on Instagram, <laughs> Facebook, Twitter, um, my house. Oh, wait, no. Uh, so my handle is, I'm going to have to spell it for you. It's N-N-A-Y-D-O-L-E-M. But if you just spell Melody Ann backwards, that's my, uh, handle on everything. So there you go. Um, what do I want to promote? The Amazons of Marvel. Yes, I want to do that. Um, it's an all-female comic group. Um, Marvel, DC, anything. Uh, Umbrella Academy. Anything that's uh, comic related. You don't have to be a fan of comic comics. You can just be a fan of movies or TV shows. Um, it's a lot like the Galactic Vampire. So, yeah, come have fun. Good discussions. And that's and on Facebook, right? That is on Facebook. So, yeah. Okay, great. And then MJ, um, if you want to be. Yeah, <laughs> sure. You can find me writing for Nerd Alert News under another galaxy far, far away. It's not a galaxy far, far away. It's another galaxy far, far away. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, please check out that. And um, I um, second Melody, her group, the Amazons of Marvel are a ton of fun hilarious posts good discussions it's it's super entertaining galactic vampire is another one that i enjoy a ton and then yeah check out elhoffer design for some really awesome nerd fashions and i think that's it 
Awesome. And this is Erin. You can find me on Twitter at EAprilBeauty. That's and the E and the A and the B are capitalized. Um, and you can follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash it's a fandom thing pod on um, Instagram at it's a fandom thing pod um, on Twitter at fandom thing pod. No, it's on that one. Um, and then if you want to email us, if you have any show ideas, any questions, um, any feedback about this episode, you can either go on Twitter, Facebook um, and give us a like or feel free to email us. We do have an email. I know nobody uses email as much anymore, but um, ours is it's a fandom thing pod, all one word at gmail.com. So until next time, it's a fandom thing. Thank you for listening. Thanks, guys. Bye. 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 With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.